Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. So yesterday I was on TikTok and there was a woman holding a big steel bowl filled with chickpeas, and she was adding paprika, garlic powder, and some more spices. And then she was like, this is my healthier version for hot Cheetos. Okay. Just eat the fucking hot Cheetos, okay? We're all going to die. I support everyone's work. I I get what she was trying to do. But my issue is why reference hot Cheetos? Like, what did the hot Cheetos do? Like, why bring in the innocent hot Cheetos into the chat? They did nothing wrong. There is no dupe for hot Cheetos. That is the conclusion of this mini rant. I mean, the audacity. Like, how dare you? Just say that you probably have an eating disorder and you want to eat chickpeas instead of Cheetos. Or you're really healthy and you're crunchy granola. Like, it's okay. We get it. It's 2023. No one's judging. But I am going to judge you if you're going to sit and call oven-baked, roasted, whatever the fuck, garbanzo chickpeas with paprika hot Cheetos. That ain't it. I know that was aggressive, but excuse the rant, it's 
the day of my birthday. It's 5.30 a.m. I turned 39. I just got back from my brother-in-law's wedding in Greece, and I also went to Spain. We had a fabulous time, and I'm actually going to Cabo in an hour. I'm heading to the airport at 6.30 a.m. to celebrate my birthday. And I plan to record this on Thursday, which is the day the podcast is released, the episodes, yesterday. But I was wallowing. And I kept delaying. And now it's 5 a.m. And we leave to the airport in an hour. And if you know me, that that sounds pretty accurate. Uh, Today is my birthday, September 22nd. But the date on this podcast episode will show as September 21st for consistency. I've been receiving the birthday messages. And the older you get, the less birthday messages you receive. And I mean that in a good way because you have, you know, the real ones around you, the real heartfelt messages through text, WhatsApp, from family and friends. You know, I'm not counting the social media ones. You know, I never had my birthday on Facebook because, you know, like all 3,000 people on there or whatever were just wishing you because it popped up on their feed. And I mean, I must say, I do use Facebook to remember people's birthdays, but there's nothing like getting those texts from the people you are closest to who who just love you and remember your birthday without a social media app. And those are the messages I take to heart, you know, and each year they get less and less because as you grow older, you know, your circle becomes smaller. At least in my case, you know, I just don't have time to give to many people and my friends and even my family, you know, they don't have much time either because people now have families or, you know, they're higher up in their career or they're just making moves and, you know, people have priorities and I get it. My favorite messages, of course, you know, are from my health insurance company, my dentist. Shout out to Gemini Dental. I know it's in the system and you don't actually know my birthday and it's an automated message, but I love that. I don't know about you guys, but I love receiving birthday messages from like Manhattan Headache Center. Like, thank you for remembering my birthday. The physician health care birthday messages, they are elite. You know, we've got little balloons. Remember those greeting cards back in the day? You'd be excited to receive greeting cards. I don't know if that was just like an international thing or people did that, but like I would get the cutest pop-up little e-cards, you know, from my grandparents back when, you know, they lived in Dubai and they didn't live with us in Miami or friends and relatives abroad. They would send me those cool little greeting cards. Like, I don't know if we did that locally. Like, did we send each other e-cards in America? I don't remember doing that, but I did receive a lot of fun e-cards from, you know, international friends and family. We don't do that anymore. I always get a lovely letter from my grandfather. He writes me a beautiful email all the time. I save all of them. He used to send me letters, you know, back when there was no email. I have all of those too. But yeah, I think messages, cards, you know, those are the things that are important to me. Me and my husband, we do not do gifts. I mean, 
my life with my husband is such a gift, you know. But if you recall last year, we were in Cappadocia in Turkey because I had committed to hosting a girl's trip to Turkey when I was single. And because of the pandemic, you know, the trip didn't happen till 2022. And I didn't know that I'd be getting married the week after with my now husband. And so we went to Turkey, me and my husband, so that we could see Turkey together. And then I stayed and hosted the girls trip. But if you're a pod listener and you listen to those episodes, you remember I was in Cappadocia. And my only request on my birthday is that you give me a card and I want to blow out a candle. Not that hard. So last year in Cappadocia was me and my husband and he gave me a card. And I was like, really happy, but you know, we have expectations. And I was like, okay, where's the candle? Like, thank you for the card. Like, but that's half. Where's the candle? But I didn't say anything. And then we did, you know, what everyone does. We went on the hot air balloon ride. And we're on this hot air balloon ride with a few other people. And there's this German couple with their three-year-old. And we land from the ride. And all of a sudden, you know, they do this popping champagne. And they do that with everybody. But out of nowhere, they bust out this stunning chocolate cake. And I'm here thinking it's for me. Nope. It was this German couple. They bought this cake from wherever the fuck. And it was their three-year-old kid's birthday. And we all sang happy birthday to the kid. And we cut the cake and we ate it. And the kid blew out the candles. Um, I was shook. Because I thought (laughs) that my husband bought the cake and it was for me. Meanwhile, it was for this like toddler. And, you know, I have no shame and I'm thirsty. So I took pictures of myself with the cake and the candle as if it were mine on my birthday, but it belonged to the child. And then of course I yelled at my husband. I was like, where, what, what the fuck just happened? Like, why did the three-year-old get a cake? Like, how did the Germans find a candle and a cake in Cappadocia. I'm surprised he still married me after that because we got married a month later. By the way, this is my first birthday as a missus, as a wife. Feels different. Feels good. So because of that fiasco, this year, well, today, just an hour ago, My incredible husband came home at 4 a.m. He's been working since 7 a.m. The man works like 16-hour days. And we just got back from Greece 48 hours ago, and now we're going to Cabo. But this angel of a human, this gem of a being, came home at 4.30 a.m. and had a mini cake and a candle with a gift and a card waiting for me. And not just any cake, but this stunning 
pistachio marzipan chocolate mousse layered mini cake from one of the best French bakeries here in Scottsdale. Shout out to JL Patisserie. If you are in the Phoenix Scottsdale area, they have a location in Phoenix and in Scottsdale. That is not a plug. Scottsdale does have some of the best food I've ever had. Shocking. It's it's really wild, like how good the food is here. But yeah, JL Patisserie, you know, we had been there before and I loved it. And I was so impressed with him that he did this. You know, we blew up my candle, we sang happy birthday. So we're off to a good start. And we don't do gifts, but he gave me a gift, a big gift, so big that I, I, I almost couldn't accept it. But, you know, I am open to receive. So usually I go somewhere on brand for my birthday. And I hear Cabo is bougie and lovely, but it's not me. Like, if you know me, you know that's not my first choice. I'm not a beach, sun and sand girly. In fact, that's probably my worst nightmare. But we had my brother-in-law's wedding, which was last week in Greece. And the week before my birthday, you know, which was last week, we were just traveling. And so we came back 48 hours ago and we thought, you know, why not do a short weekend trip to Cabo? Because it's a two and a half hour flight from Scottsdale. It's easy. And quite frankly, you're just so limited in the West Coast. There aren't really any international destinations you can go to in a jiffy. I mean, you have Canada, but you know, that's America. Like I've been spoiled and I've been living in Miami and New York my entire life. And you get to go to so many countries, you know, you have every airline, every destination at your fingertips. And, you know, being in the West Coast, it's just, I mean, I guess you can go to Asia, but what, that's like 13, 14 hours away. And so we're going to Cabo. And when I think of Cabo, I think of Laguna Beach like the show in high school we were all watching, like if you're a millennial, you know, MTV show with Kristen Cavallari and Lauren Conrad and all those people because they would go to Cabo. The Kardashians, you know, like they go to Cabo. Like all these LA people, they go to Cabo. But I was hesitant because I'm from Miami and our version is Cancun. And of course, these are all first world problems. If you're listening to this pod, like someone someone asked me the other day, like, do you educate people on your podcast? Do you help people? No, I don't do any of that. This is just me spewing garbage. That seems to be relatable. We're all mostly millenn millennials, like listening to this together. We're just surviving. We're all surviving, right? And so the thought of Cabo was frightening because, like I said, for us in the East Coast, you know, we have Cancun. And that's all I have to say. That That is not somewhere I would choose to go to. And I've said this before on the podcast. I look miserable on Family Karma 99% of the time because Every fucking activity, everything they made us do, or when I say made us do, everywhere they sent us, right? Like they send you to locations because you can only go to locations that will allow you to film. So when I say made us, I mean 
these were the locations that would allow us to film. Like we didn't have a choice. Like I couldn't be like, oh, I'd rather go to, you know, West Palm or Palm Beach or wherever. No, we were fucking sending you to Key West. And if you know anything about me, you know, that's, that is my American horror story. And it was a lot of that because I would be doing things that I would never fucking do. Like, why are we at a pumpkin patch and it's not 60 degrees fall in November in New York City? No, it's it's like 102. It's November in Miami and there's iguanas at the pumpkin patch. Like, that's the shit we were doing. So it was never enjoyable for me. and. I'll get into this in the other episode where I'm going to talk about my mini Euro trip with my brother-in-law's wedding and our Spain getaway. I am not built to be in the sun. I enjoy nature. I love being outdoors in temperate, cool climates. Like, I don't want to be outside if I'm sweating, I break out in hives. My scalp starts to feel itchy because I'm sensitive. My nose starts running. And then I get a migraine. Like I'm just built different. I'm not built to withstand heat. I've never understood people who can just enjoy being in the sun. I, I just don't get it. I'm just, it's not for me. And so Cabo, the idea of Cabo was frightening. Yes, I said that. This is a first world problem podcast. Okay? If you're listening, like, don't come at me. If you have a problem with that, man, they, maybe this isn't the space for you. Go listen to, like, NPR or something. But I've been reading, and I hear Cabo is, like, the sophisticated, older sibling to like ratchet, like younger sibling Cancun. And you know, it makes sense. West Coast, East Coast, you know, West Coast does have its negatives, its cons, but it is more sophisticated. Like East Coast, like we're ratch, like we're ratch. We're totally ratchet in the East Coast. The West Coast is definitely classier and more sophisticated. And I know people love staying in all-inclusive resorts. In my experience, I was, again, forced to stay in an all-inclusive for two separate weddings that I attended. The food was trash, and it's just not fun, you know, like... I've yet to go to an all-inclusive, and I've seen, like, there are all-inclusives around the world that are supposed to be fabulous, but then it's, like, $10,000 a night. And these Mexico all-inclusives, they're not cheap, by the way. They're, like, 1000 to $2,000 a night, and you're paying for trash and watered-down alcohol. It's just not my thing. Now, if you said there was an all-inclusive five-star resort in Asia, maybe... I would be excited because I know there's a standard. Whereas it's just not it. You know, you're eating like frozen pizza. It's like Totino's and a ride of fries. 
in Cancun. That's what's happening. And I know Cabo's different, and people have said many great things about LeBlanc, which is an adults-only exclusive, and Grand Velas, which is supposed to be one of the best all-inclusives. But I read that at Grand Velas, there's too many kids running around, and so they're actually opening Grand Velas Boutique, which is adults-only, in November. But you know what? My birthday's not in November. It's fucking today. It's fucking now. So we don't have time for all that shit. I don't have time for mixed reviews. Like, I want consistent consistency. And so we did our research, and there are a lot of high-end hotels in Cabo. But here's another thing that I'll get into briefly. A lot of high-end hotels are outdated. Like, I don't care if you're the Ritz-Carlton, if you still have the fucking carpet in the room from 2001. Like, a lot of these hotels, you know, yeah, you've got the name, you may be the Four Seasons, the St. Regis, the Ritz-Carlton. Why do you fucking have musty old carpet in the room? Why is there a hot tub jacuzzi? Why is there a canopy bed? Drapes. This is all, to me, outdated. So what I look for in a hotel now, especially while I'm on tour, you know, it it really affects my mood. I want hardwood floors, for the most part, or flooring. It doesn't have to be hardwood, just floors. I try to avoid rooms that have carpet. And I want to stand in shower. Those of you that are sitting in public tubs or hot tubs or whatever the fuck's going on, God bless you. It's not for me. I'm not asking for much. I want floors that don't have carpet, tiled or wood floors, whatever, whatever, whatever it is, and a stand in shower. Simple. And so we were researching, and the four hotels that stuck out, and this is because they're new and they're modern, you know? Like, I don't want to stay at, you know, some bougie hotel that's going to cost me $1,500 a night, and then you fucking have a bathtub, or you have that, you know, mini tile or marble from, like, 1995. I don't care about you know, your awards or your name brand, if that's what you're giving me. So I really look for modern, updated, clean looking hotels. And by the way, none of these hotels are clean. I don't care which hotel it is. They're all disgusting. But, you know, I do love to travel and staying in hotels is, it's part of it. And so I looked up Nobu. The Ritz-Carlton Zadun, the Cape, which is a Thompson Hotel, and the Viceroy. And of course, you do have the One and Onlys, the Waldorf, the Four Seasons. All of those were great, but I really like upgraded, modern, sleek. Like, that's what I want right now when I stay in a hotel at this point in my life. And so the prior four hotels that I mentioned, 
I looked at those and we settled on, I say settled, like we settled on the Ritz-Carlton. We chose the Ritz-Carlton because it's a new property and the rooms are humongous. I think they said the bathroom is the size of the room and each room or villa, I should say, because it's more like villas. Each villa comes with its own plunge pool. And not only that, there are only five Ritz-Carlton reserves in the world. And the reserve means that it's its own little property and you're kind of in with the nature as well. And it's its own little kind of island type situation. Like you're literally in. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Your own bubble. And I have stayed in another one. I've stayed at the Ritz-Carlton Reserve Krabby in Thailand. And that was an out-of-this-world experience. I mean, you almost feel like you're the only one in the hotel. That's how big these hotels are. They're literally reserves. It's like the grounds are just humongous and spacious and just luxurious. And so I thought, you know, that would be fun to try the Ritz-Carlton Zadun in Cabo. It's, you know, a reserve. And I, I only read good things about it. And I want to feel like I'm in a private little oasis. I don't want to be around kids, you know, jumping in the pool. I mean, that was fun. That was us at the, you know, resort we stayed in, in Hawaii, in Maui, in Wailea. I think it was the Marriott or the Four Seasons. I forgot which one right now. But, you know, there were kids jumping around and like, cannonballing all over me and belly flopping and it was cute and fun but it's Hawaii right you're like whatever who cares I'm in Hawaii but this is different like I want to be in Cabo reading I'm going to catch up on all my reading and my husband's just going to probably lounge and pass out for the next 48 hours come back on Sunday and so we were looking for just something modern, exclusive, and luxurious. And I've heard so many good things about the Nobu, but a lot of our friends who have either gotten married there or stayed there said it's on a part of the island that's very windy. And my friend said he was like fucking freezing. And I was like, okay, like, I like that. But you know, my husband kind of wants to chill and he loves swimming and all of that, the ocean, even though you can't swim in the ocean in Cabo, I think 
you'll die. You'll drown like the current is too strong. And so I thought, okay, easy. Let's stay at the Ritz-Carlton. And there is a social media account, a TikToker who's also on IG. I believe her name is Nicole Sunderland or Sutherland. And she reviews luxury hotels around the world. And I DM'd her. And I said, where should I stay? Because she was raving about the Viceroy, Zadun, the Ritz-Carlton, Nobu. And I was like, which one? And she said, stay at the Ritz-Carlton. It's exclusive. It's private. And, you know, it's it's just more luxurious. And so I was like, done. So that's how we chose Cabo, because we already took our vacation for last week for the wedding in Greece. And we thought, you know, let's go to Cabo. It's two two and a half hours away. And it's easy. We'll be back Sunday, God willing. And it's not Cancun, apparently. And what you guys didn't see, by the way, I hope immigration is okay, because I know so many tourists, you know, from America, from the U.S., love going to Mexico. And when we filmed Family Karma for Vishal's wedding in Cancun, they showed me as, you know, coming in late to the wedding. Uh, your girl was stuck in immigration for three hours. Like, why didn't they show that? Like, I was sweating and standing in immigration for three hours. That's what was happening. That's why I was late. But God forbid they show you that. And you know what? And I don't blame them. It's a better story if you think I'm late. But you know what? Lean in. That's what I've done in my life and it's worked well. Lean in. You want to make me the bitch? No problem. It's funny because when people meet me, they're like, wow, you're actually nice and down to earth and humble and relatable. I was like, hey, you choose to believe what you want to believe. You're watching a show and if you think I'm a bitch, which I can be, which we all can be, right? Like if you think that's me, that's on you. That's your loss. That's your problem. But I was there for the plot and the ratings. You know, I was doing whatever I could to make it work. So was I late? Yes. Was I late because I wanted to be late? No, I was stuck in immigration for three hours, but did they show me being late like I'm some asshole? Yes. Did I care to correct it? No. Lean in. My dream vacation, though, is Vietnam, Cambodia. That's been on my list, on my mind, for probably a decade. And it just hasn't worked out. It just hasn't worked out. The other option, the backup I had, you know, because I was, like, terrified of being in a possible Cancun situation on my birthday. Like, it's not the vibe. It's not the brand. The other option was Banff. And, you know, I've heard Lake Louise is stunning. Banff would have entailed a three and a half hour flight and a two and a half hour drive from Calgary. We would have flown Phoenix to Calgary on an airline called WestJet, which apparently is a thing. I don't know. And yeah, hiking. And my husband was just looking at me like, are you fucking serious? And so um, Cabo it is. Cabo it is. And of course, everyone's like, you're crazy. Why don't you just stay home and relax? You know, are you fucking kidding me? Do you not know me? I can't sit still. 
Everyone's like, don't you have jet lag, jet lag? The amount I fly these days, I can sleep and travel anywhere. I used to be that person that couldn't sleep on a plane. I can sleep anywhere now. You tell me to sleep on the sidewalk, like this is the bed for tonight. Like, I'll be snoring right away. You know, my parents are like, don't make your husband travel so much. He works so much. Like, you guys just got back. Like, he works 120 hours a week. Why are you forcing him? Look, no one's forcing anybody. He loves it. He actually loves it. I asked him the other day, are you sure you're okay to go to Cabo? Like, you know, it's been a lot. He's like, no, I I love this. But the root of all of this is my way of coping. And I'm grateful for another year of life, living. Aging is a privilege. And I love celebrating birthdays. I love living. But I find it difficult to celebrate my birthday. I love celebrating other people's birthdays, but my own birthday has always been tough. You know, I get emo, nostalgic, you know, it's like the existential crisis, those thoughts emerge, you know, since I was a kid, it's nothing new. And I think the problem stems from like my baseline, which is depression. And that's probably due to a chemical imbalance. But I can speak for most millennials because we're all depressed. Like, no one cares. You're not special. Everyone's depressed. The question is, are you suicidal? Because that's a cause for concern. No one cares if you're depressed. I I just need to know if you're suicidal. And if you are, and you're listening, by the way, call 988. That's the suicide crisis number. But I actually love living. And what causes my depression is the short time we have here on Earth with our loved ones? And will we see each other after we pass? And how people just come and go in our lives and leave. And we have these, you know, lifetime scars and impressions of people. And we we just don't know, will we ever see each other again? And that sort of thing really makes me spiral. That's the shit I get depressed about. Like, I can't get into it. It's too heavy. It's too much. But you know, there's that TikTok trend, which involves women asking men in their lives how often they think about the ancient Roman Empire. And in these videos, like women are shocked, like it's a trend right now, like women are shocked to discover that men seem to think about it on a regular basis, like weekly, sometimes daily. So for me, the equivalent of that is like the afterlife. Like, why are we here? who are these people? Like, why is this my family, my husband, my friends? Like, will we meet again? Have we been together in a past life? Like, I don't want to not ever see them again. Like, it's too much for me. That's my Roman Empire equivalent. (sighs) Of course, I have my lady friend coming. She's not here yet, but if if she does, as expected, it will be a bloodbath because that's that's just what happens when you go on a beach vacation. You know, you're like, let's get my period. Perfect. The first two days are rough. It's like a blood transfusion. And, you know, what else is new? At least I'm still getting it, right? Like, I'm just being grateful these days. Um, but yeah, I should be heading to the airport in 20 minutes. I have not packed. My husband is looking at me with a smile, but it's like a... Jekyll and Hyde smile. Hi. (laughs) He says hello. Um, But yeah, I 
have never been on a beach vacation in my entire life where I didn't do anything. We don't have an itinerary. Maybe there's a straitjacket for me waiting in the room. I've bought books. God forbid I'm not productive and sitting there doing nothing. And I don't mean that in like an annoying, like I need to be busy way. I just need to be doing and seeing things. Like I love, you know, walking around. But we're literally going to be in this resort because we have paid a lot of money to be in this resort to enjoy, to relax, to lounge, to pool, to pina colada-ish, maybe. I don't know. That's not my jam either. Let's see. Can't swim in the ocean. It's treacherous. There's great whites there. Whale watching season is from December to March, so I can't create a plan to go see the whales. But yeah. You know, I want to end this podcast today on my birthday in my last year of my 30s, the end of a decade, the end of an era. I am very excited for what's to come. I have everything that I want in life. I could die tomorrow and I would be thrilled. That sounds disturbing, but accurate. But if if you know me, and I know a lot of you who listen to the pod, and I've been meeting so many of you at my shows, you get it. You get what I mean. We're not taking things out of context here. We're not canceling. You just you just get it. We're smart. We're intelligent. We're thriving. We are the girls. I just want to say, I think the only thing I didn't experience yet was like childbirth. But I found true love. I didn't think I ever would. And I think you can have many soulmates. But I found like the person I wanted to spend my life with. And hopefully we do spend our lives together. Because it's 2023. And let's not be naive and foolish. Anything could happen next week. But for now, okay, we found someone compatible. A compatible king. But I was in Spain. And I met one of my lifelong friends who I love dearly, who might be listening. And she irritated me. And I told her she irritated me because she said, you're so happy, you're glowing, you're like different. Mind you, we haven't seen each other since 2019. I shit you not, the last time we saw each other was New Year's Eve. She's a very bougie lady. We are the same age, but, you know, it's weird when your peers are living extravagant lives with kids and husbands because they did that, you know, when society said you're supposed to, right? And I'm just starting my life at 39. I've been married not even a year. And so a lot of my friends have, you know, been living life, you know, with families, with kids, and thriving. And I was always happy for them. Never been the jealous kind of friend type. I've always been jealous of, you know, the things I've been jealous of are like white privilege, like things like that, not material things. And so I met her and I shit you not. Sorry, I digress. The last time we met 
was at the Fontainebleau in Miami. She has a place in Miami as well. She lives in Spain. And we all went out. It was all couples. I was the only single person, of course, in 2019. Spent New Year's Eve with a bunch of couples who were incredible. And we were at Hakkasan, which is the yummy Asian restaurant there. And the Jonas Brothers were performing and we all made our wishes and we're like, this is going to be like the best year ever, 2020. You know, my show Family Karma, I knew was coming out and sure enough, COVID and, you know, what COVID destroyed for many people, I thrived, I gained, I worked on myself. I lost 30 pounds. I changed my mindset, my attitude. Everything for me changed. You know, I realized how precious life was and how important my family was, which is why I just want to be near my family and my friends. Like that's all that matters in life. And I saw my friend recently in Spain. We had not seen each other since that New Year's night, that fateful 2019 going into 2020 New Year's night at the Fontainebleau and she said you look so happy you're glowing you've changed you know marriage suits you and I was like you know what like I hate when people say that because that's not the case you haven't seen me since 2019 like yes we talk and we dm and we talk every week but that's not what's different that I'm not glowing because I met a man I'm glowing because I made the decision to no longer chase, to no longer climb uphill battles, to no longer do things that aren't working, to pivot. If something's not working, I move on. If someone's not working, if it's not working out in a relationship, friends, business, personal, whatever you name it, professional, I move on. If, let's say, perfect example, trying to make it in fashion, having a thriving fashion career, a dream fashion job, but not wanting to have a job to work for another company, giving that up to start my own brand, going on a TV show. The TV show airs during a pandemic. Guess how many people bought my clothes? Not that many. Were the clothes amazing? Yes. I know I'm talented. Did I get a brand deal? Yes. Was it taken away because of the pandemic? Yes. Did it come back? Yes. In 2022, the brand deal came back. Guess what? I didn't have time. So much was going on. I was planning my wedding. Couldn't work on that. I'll get into that in another podcast episode. It was just difficult. And so people now ask me, what about your clothing line? Like, yeah, it's there. But guess what? I'm making more money now with comedy. Pivot. That came into my life. Will I be a world-renowned stand-up comedian? Maybe. Hopefully. I hope so because I love it and it's doing me well. I'm also going to be 40 next year. No, I'm going to have to have a kid at some point if I want one. So there's a lot up in the air, but, you know, there are things that are easy and there are there are things that are hard and I've realized I'm no longer going to break my back things should be easy just like this relationship with my husband it was easy it wasn't complicated it just worked fashion has not been easy 
has not been easy for me. Did I lose money? No. Was I on a show that made me look like I was a loser and probably losing money and lying to my parents about my funding, which I never did? Which I never lied to my parents. Always had money. Uh, no, you have to look like the underdog. You need America to root for you, okay? Mine. I think, you know, the show impacted my fashion career. I really do. Do I love doing that? Yeah, I love fashion. I'm still doing it. But is it my priority at the moment? No, I'm going where, you know, I'm wanted. And right now I'm wanted in comedy. There's a space for me there. I don't know if it's going to last. Because there's a lot of, you know, schmoozing there too. You know, I just happen to be in these industries because I'm a creator, because I'm an artist, you know, where it's not really black and white. You know, there's a lot of schmoozing and a lot of money involved and who you know in entertainment and who likes you. And so here we are, no longer climbing uphill battles, which is why I am at peace, which is why I'm content. Because for so long, I was chasing success so that my parents would be proud of me. And I have accomplished a lot already in these 39 years. But I haven't yet achieved that great financial success, right? Like I'm talking big money, you know? And here we are, no longer chasing going where I'm wanted. We're not climbing uphill battles in any aspect of life. And that's why I'm different. That's why I'm happy. That's why I look like I'm at peace. Because I've always led a privileged life. I could have just enjoyed my life, married well, younger. But I just wanted to do something. I wanted to make money and make something of myself. We're still in the process, guys. We're still in the process. And, you know, eye on the prize. That's what I'm working on right now. And some goals don't always work out. My dream was to have a clothing line that was sold in many department stores. But guess what? Department stores aren't it anymore. The business has changed. And I am not competing with, you know, a Sophia Richie, who has Lionel Richie as her dad, who's coming out with a clothing line. I'm just, I'm just not doing that anymore. I'm not going to. I know my talent. And if the brand ever blows up, great. But I've got to pivot. And it's still there. That's going to be there. But I'm going to go where I wanted where I'm wanted in life. And that's why I'm happy. We are no longer forcing things. And I suggest you do the same. And life will be so much more pleasant for you. Because we're just here for the experience. Enjoy this short time here. Enjoy the experience. Live for the plot. When everything's not going your way, and I've been there many times, when it's not going your way, enjoy it. Enjoy the experience, guys. Enjoy the movie. You're the main character, hun. Love you guys. Bye.
okay, I have to go pack. It's 6.30. My husband's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I haven't packed. I haven't showered. We have 15 minutes left. Goodbye, guys. Love you. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chats.